You're listening to the Virtual Freeway Podcast, hosted by your favorite duo, Asher and Sheriston. Your source for knowledge, tips, and interviews of people around the world taking on flexible work in growing digital space. We hope this podcast helps put you on the path to doing something special and empowers you toward your entrepreneurial spirit. Let's get the journey started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Virtual Freeway Podcast. In this episode, we're going to be talking about podcasting. So uh, in terms of podcasting, Sheriston and I are obviously podcasters, not just with the Virtual Freeway Podcast, but with a few podcasts outside of that. I am a co-host of the MMA Brothers Podcast, and Sheriston is a co-host of the Generation Hustle Podcast. But first, let's start with Sheriston, and then we're going to talk about me. So Sheriston, how's uh, your Generation Hustle Podcast going? It's going great, man. It's 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 been a it's been an interesting journey, and uh, this episode is gonna be super meta because we're doing a podcast about podcasts outside of this podcast. So we, you know what I mean? But yeah, uh, but yeah, it's been a great journey. Obviously, uh, we started that last year, and it's uh, a business related podcast where we just talk about tech, business, entrepreneurship, and um, just just you know news and things that we need to know. And we're trying to cover. Uh, different areas of uh, education, whether that's financial literacy uh, and things you just need to know from a money standpoint when you enter the world. So um, it's been great, I think, from multiple aspects in terms of learning. Like it's an incredible way for ourselves to learn the things that we're trying to teach other people as well because we're learning as we're going. Um, And it also allows us to kind of great create a new network of of individuals that we probably never would have met so it's 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 been an incredible journey thus far and um i'm I'm looking forward to see where we can we can grow it so yeah it's uh it's it's been it's been interesting to say the least but like you said obviously you have your mma brothers pod as well which is on the sports side so how's that been it's been good so like at least from my um perspective creating this type of content has been quite easy um reason why is because like the content kind of just creates itself right like as long as you follow the storyline and you understand what's going on in the mma world or the ufc world um as long as i continue to watch the fights as they come along every weekend i can just literally think about something and then create a post about that right and then get some engagement so um that has been quite easy to do in terms of you know doing previews post fights uh like i said talking about news that obviously is pretty straightforward where it gets a little tricky obviously is when it comes to getting guests um getting guests is always a little bit of a a hassle because you're gonna have to reach out to people but i feel like that's something that you guys have done very well in terms of getting guests on your podcast because i think for almost every episode that you guys have put out you've had somebody that you're talking to um an expert in a certain field so i wanted to ask you how do you actually um reach out to these people do you do it through linkedin or like how like what do you have like a template message that you send to these people um do you have that perfect script that works every single time like how do you guys get these guests? Yeah, we don't have a script. I don't think uh, I don't think that there is a perfect script for anyone. But I think people like talking about themselves. So as soon as you reach out to someone like, "Hey, we want to talk. We want you to talk about your story," they're like, "Yeah, I'll I'll do it." Right. Um, so I think that's that that's kind of worked in our favor. But in terms of reaching out to people, it's not pretty, man. I we message people everywhere. Um, if we can find them on LinkedIn, that's our first source. Just because if if it's business professionals, they normally have a LinkedIn. Uh, there are other websites where you can look up company emails. 
And there are certain individuals that have uh, ha have that open. So you can look that up and reach out to them via their preferred email uh, for from a business standpoint. And they're more receptive to that rather than a LinkedIn message or anything like that. But it really is messaging people that you want to talk to in every place that you can get them. So just as an example, we, we recently had uh, an entrepreneur on board who runs a direct-to-consumer food brand. And so we messaged this person on LinkedIn, on Instagram, on the company Instagram. Uh, and it, I don't know if they ever saw all those messages, but they ended up responding to us on LinkedIn and then we kind of moved it to email. So that's, it's just, we, we find where they interact the most and then we message them there as much as we can. Mm. Um, and I don't know if, if, if you've had, uh, if you tried any of these tactics, but I'll, one thing I'll do is if I message someone on Instagram and they're not responding to DMs just yet, I'll comment on their pictures. I'll comment. I'll like their new posts and things like that. just to show them that like, Hey, I'm engaging with your account. I do want to yeah. be a good follower or a good connection, but yeah. it's also like, Hey man, respond. <clears throat> <laughs> i do the same thing as well it's like if i message someone and um what i'll do is like i'll first like their their stuff before i even follow them i'll like 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 maybe leave a couple comments then follow yeah. and then from then i hit them in the dms that's kind of like something that i always do um and you know obviously you don't, you don't want to come off a little too spammy like i try and like find that fine line but for me i guess the people that I reach out to, like I try and get, you know, fighters on the podcast to, to talk to them and stuff. But like, it's always like, you know, the personalities are different and stuff like that. And like reaching out to them. I don't know if there's other people that are in their DMs as well. So it's like, it's always, it's mostly miss for me, right? It's just like, ah, like, you know, like these people are probably getting hit up all the time. So, so try yeah. to find that secret sauce to find out like, what is that perfect recipe to get like somebody to like hit you back and stuff? Because I'm sure, there's a bunch of people in their DMs. So um but yeah, anyways, same problems on, on my end. It's not it's not pretty, my friend. <laughs> do you have a do you have like a specific tactic, I should say? And I'll 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 explain what I mean by that. Um, because you deal with athletes, right? Which is mm -hmm. like you said, they have millions of people in their DMs, um, mm -hmm. as opposed to entrepreneurs, unless you're Elon Musk or something. But mm -hmm. I think what so what I mean by that is when I reach out to someone, uh, instead of just messaging them to be like, hey, uh, can you come on our podcast and talk about what you do? Mm -hmm. I'll respond to something that they've done or respond to something that they shared. So if they shared, mm -hmm. if the business owner and they shared a new recipe, I'll mm -hmm. respond on that post to be like, oh, wow, like this is incredible. I'd love to know how you came up with this, uh, mm -hmm. this ingredient or this recipe. Would you want to come on a podcast and talk? So they know that we're not just spamming everyone with the mm. same message. And it's like, you know, that we're trying to be relevant to the topic at hand. So with right. athletes, do you do anything like that where it's like you see a workout video and it's like, hey, man, I would love to know about your nutrition, nutrition or your trainers. Like, how, what do you have a tactic there? Yeah, I mean, the, the problem is, is that there's not really too much going on in terms of like, I mean, unless like they're bigger name and they have like these sponsorship deals or whatever and stuff. But most of them are just posting pictures of them, like after a workout, like flexing or something, you know, <laughs> and then you just see messaging them for that. Yeah, <laughs> or them with their family, you know, so <laughs> I'm not going to be like, yo, your daughter looks so 
so pretty or like <laughs> you know what i mean like that is what not like, to do when inviting guests or or like oh my god that workout seems sick bro <laughs> i don't you know, know i'm trying mean? to bounce ideas here no no, no i get it you're trying no. to bounce ideas that's what i'm saying this is why the struggle is real in our point of view right so we're gonna really have to get creative when it comes to these types of things but like one thing that we are, are are happy about is the amount of engagement that we've been getting um yeah. we're kind of getting close to 2000 followers that's something that like i had hoped to do by the end of 2020 but you know the events kind of slowed down for the ufc at the end of the year and so i found that like my page um hadn't been as popular as it was like before um less less likes and maybe a few less comments and stuff like that but with uh things picking up again in, in like next week pretty much um in a few few weeks with like a bunch of events coming up i know the growth will start to pick up again so that's been nice to have like an engaged user base right um and for those that are listening if you do have a podcast or you do have like a instagram page quick tip for getting some people to engage is follow people that engage with other posts right so like a lot of people I notice have like thousands of followers or hundreds of followers and then they post they they get like 20 likes or something like that right and it's just like I've seen a lot of pages like that where it's just like yo you have like a thousand followers and you're getting like 20 20 likes a, a post what the, they, like that ratio is not right and um try following accounts or following people I should say that engage with other posts because then you know that you have some quality followers right so um that's one thing that I've been trying to do instead of just hitting follow 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 on like a bunch of people i'm trying to been follow the right kinds of people that i know that like hey this person engages in other types of content hopefully they can engage in content similar to mine so um yeah just felt like sharing that quick tip for anybody that is was curious yeah no that's that's great and i just want to add on to that. i think there are so many different ways to kind of position your podcast um obviously right now we're just talking about instagram but I, i've seen a lot of people go above and beyond into different platforms just to plug in their podcast. And so what I mean mm -hmm. by that is like, I have a, I have a friend who also runs a business account. He'll, it looks at stock markets. So investing into stocks and things like that. So he'll go into Reddit discussion boards. And if he did a recent episode about a certain company or a certain stock, he'll search for those discussions and then post it in there to be like, Hey guys, check this out. So it's like, now you have a group of maybe, I don't know, 20 to 100 people who are looking for the specific thing that you're talking about mm. and you just gave it right to them, right? Mm. And so I think there's there's a lot of avenues like that where you can position your podcast, whether it's an episode or a series or something, um, in different discussion boards and communication groups so that it gets, it gets dispersed quickly. Mm. That's really smart. So like literally searching that topic and then Reddit and then looking for a forum that's talking about that, then just posting it there because it's relevant to that topic, right? Like you said, yeah, that's really smart. One you know thing I did. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I'll, I'll remember what I was gonna say. What, what were you gonna say? The reason I brought that up, and I think this is an incredibly genius move, when Lil Nas, Lil Nas X dropped his uh, his his horses in the back song. I forget, mm -hmm. I'm forgetting the actual name of the song. I just know it by horses in the back. Old Town Road. <laughs> oh, yeah. There we go, right? Like, yeah. So, and, and this this actually works perfectly. So when he released a song, one of the things that he did to market it was he created a Reddit account, created a discussion board that said, what is that song that goes the horses in the back? And then he responded to that discussion question with his link to the song. Whoa. So when every time people Googled, hey, what's that horse song? It went to that discussion and then it linked to the... So it's like... 
that's such genius marketing wow that is genius marketing um one thing i also i was gonna say too is i noticed a lot of people like like to comment in um you know like for example from the ufc side of side of things when the ufc posts something you see a lot of people being like oh like check out this or check out that and whatever and i saw Derek brunson who's a ufc fighter yeah say like oh my god i can't wait for this conor mcgregor dustin poirier fight check out who like i'm picking in my instagram story and so then i was just like oh i'm curious who did he pick for this is his um for the winner for that fight so i clicked yeah. on his on his page checked out his story oh he's picking dustin poirier and i thought that was genius i'm like oh that's a good way to get like attention to your instagram page i don't think he did it he probably has somebody managing his account that like did that for him to get people to go onto his instagram but yeah. i was like dude that's genius that's like one way to get traffic from <clears throat> the instagram page um of the ufc which has like tens of millions of followers right he posted something specific within a specific time period of when the ufc posted something because once they post something a bunch of people are going to comment and people are going to go in that section i saw it i clicked on it i saw a story and i ended up seeing his page so it goes, it goes to show that like you should also be active in the comments of like other pages that you think are related to your type of content because if you go in there in the comments and start talking to people then you will be you will be bringing attention to your own page so it's definitely uh, a winning recipe before i i finish my last thought one thing about reddit is when i used to make youtube uh, not used to i do make youtube videos too but that's a topic for another day um i used to go into reddit and i would go into the forums forums for people that are living in korea and like tell them about teaching and stuff like that and post my videos be like oh hey guys like if you're interested you can check out this video which i thought was cool because it's related to like what they're talking about i got <laughs> and i say the admins of these forums were like pissed off at me being like we don't need you spamming in here and blah 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 and stuff like that and i was like spamming he's like yeah i just checked out your account i can see that you've posted you know your link three or four times and like whatever like you should have like a what's the word you should have a ratio in terms of how much content you post versus like engaging within the the forum do you get what i'm saying like this apparently like i think it's like um a two to two to ten ratio or something like right. two of your posts should be like sharing sharing a, maybe a piece of content of yours and then like the other 10 should just be you creating content for the forum like not just spamming something right so yeah that's something that i had to learn the hard way when people were <laughs> calling me out for that so for those people that are interested in getting into reddit forums and stuff like that don't just always be posting because one like people can get upset when they see stuff like that because they know that other people are trying to share this stuff too. So try and engage maybe a little bit first in like their Reddit forums and then you drop a link. So that's one that's, thing I would say. That's hilarious. Yeah, man, you can't mess around with Reddit moderators. They're on top of it. So if you're going to join a discussion board, make sure you read the rules. It's usually pinned at the top um, and what they expect from you to do uh, or they expect you to do while you're in the group. So yeah. But I wanted to go back to one thing that you mentioned. Um, you know, you, you mentioned that with your podcast near the end of the year, or at least as a result of kind of events going down, you noticed that things were going down. Mm -hmm. Obviously, with everyone staying home, um, we did see podcasting industry just boom. And there is a market for it. Obviously, like there are a lot of podcasts that I listen to that you and I listen to that are great. There's also a bunch of podcasts of people who just created a podcast just because they just want to talk and they're not doing anything at home. You know what I mean? So when you look at kind of the podcasting industry between the last year or so, 
how much do you think it's going to fall off to start once people start going back to whatever you want to call normal, uh, whatever, whether that's a normal job or mm-hmm. once they start don't have that free time anymore. You know what I mean? Like those podcasts that weren't always trying to be something huge. They just wanted to start something to pass the time. Uh, do you, do you like, how do you kind of view that right now? Um, I think there might be a slight drop off. Yeah. Um, just based on the fact that people are going to have less time to just chill at home and do nothing. Right. Yeah. So like they may be consuming more content um, during the pandemic, but then once the pandemic's over, people will be commuting more, but you can still listen to the podcast in your car, but people will be hanging out more, spending more time, you know, outside of the home. So, um, you know, going out and doing fun stuff. So they may not be <clears throat> listening to his podcast as much. So there may be a little bit of a drop off there, but the difference is, is that podcasting is different from all the other virtual stuff that have happened during the pandemic. For example, Zoom, right? right. Zoom is something that has seen a massive explosion during the pandemic. But once life goes back to normal again, are people going to be using Zoom much? No, not at least they will technically, yeah. but like maybe if you're far away and saying like, hey, let's just hop on Zoom because I don't want to drive two, three hours or whatever. Yeah. But if, you know, I do expect a big drop off from people using Zoom because Zoom isn't consuming content. Zoom is just networking and talking to people, right? Right. But in terms of con- in terms of podcasts, you are consuming content. If you like that type of entertainment or news or whatever it is, then you're going to want to consume it. So I don't expect a big drop off to take place from um, once the pandemic's over. What do you think? I'm with you on that. I think there's going to be a small drop off in terms of people who weren't so serious about it and just wanted to play around with it. Um, so I think those kind of podcasts will kind of just kind of just cease to exist and kind of become those, you know, blank Instagram account types. Uh, but I think overall, it's it's continuing to be the space that people want to be in. Um, and it just gives people a different different way to put their voice out there. So I think it's going to be there, there might be like a small dip and then it's just going to keep rising. Where I'm most focused on is, sure, yeah, there's there's going to be a, a millions of more podcasts coming out of the woodworks, but we want to look at the money associated with that podcast. So that's where I want to take it next. What are your thoughts on podcast monetization um, in terms of what you know about how to create a podcast that creates money and how to leverage it uh, to kind of, um, you know, Obviously, we want to be able to hit a point where our podcast pays us. Yeah, podcast monetization. So um, for those who don't know, um, for those who know you hear it again, <laughs> you can make money through podcasts in different different ways. You can obviously do it through ads. So you place an ad in the beginning or in the middle or like a mid-roll or like maybe, I don't think you can put ads at the end of a podcast. I don't think those are. Yeah, thing. they usually block yeah. Yeah. So either in the beginning or somewhere in the middle of your podcast, you can paste an ad. Some ads can be given to you through like Anchor or um, different platforms or some of them. You would have to find an external party to give you the ad and then they would pay you based on the CPM. So the cost per mil, which is the cost per thousand listens. Um, So that's one way of doing it. And then another way of doing it is through sponsorships, right? So if you're episode is sponsored by someone or um you know a season sponsored by someone then that's one way you can also monetize your podcast um other ways of monetizing podcasts i 
don't know if there's more. I yeah. know you can obviously sell you can sell digital products connected to your podcasts, right? So let's just say, um, you know, if we are experts in podcasting, and I said, hey, I'm an expert in podcasting. If you want to learn more about podcasting, purchase my podcast course. And that's one way you can also make money through podcasting because people realize that, hey, this guy knows what he's talking about. Maybe I should purchase this course so I can get to this person's level. So that's one way you can do it as well. Merchandise, obviously, is another one. So if we had some virtual freeway merch, that's one way we'd be able to make some money. If people are interested in what we're doing, they could purchase some of our um, merchandise. And that's another way we could make money. So um, and then, you know, there's ways of making it outside of the traditional means. If it's Spotify or if it's Apple Podcasts, because the way it works usually is that you don't just post to one specific platform. Like for us, we're on Instagram. Like, yes, our users are kind of small at this point. But if we had like a big Instagram page, a big YouTube page, and then they're all kind of, you know, have the audiences of their own, you can monetize a YouTube channel, right? You can also monetize your Instagram page, not directly through Instagram, but through sponsored posts, stuff like that. Like there's many different ways that like don't really seem clear in how you can make money, but eventually they 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 start to materialize the more uh, users you get. So uh, do you have any that you can think of that I hadn't mentioned that I haven't mentioned? Nah, man, I think you I think you touch on everything there. Um I think obviously the most important is that community aspect. So if you're looking at creating uh, or, or building a kind of community around your podcast and then create some kind of membership system. That's where you can get your true fans uh, in terms of the ones that are always engaging, the ones that who are really invested into your podcast and things like that. I mm. think that's uh, obviously that's the most important part of it. But yeah, I, we're going to learn more and more ways to monetize and, and create uh, new streams of income from podcasts as it becomes more mainstream uh, and more widely accepted, but I think it's cool. I, I think it's great for the industry. I think it's a very, I feel like it's a very weirdly intimate form of connecting with people because you're literally in people's ears, right? Like, whoever's <laughs> yeah. listening to us right now, it's like, it's right here. And so yeah. that's a different kind of marketing. Um, so I think the industry is definitely going to be booming soon and there's going to be way more streams of uh, revenue possibilities. Yeah, and the thing is, like, it's kind of crazy. Um, I, we don't, I don't have the the stats right in front of me, but like, I know that people are listening to more podcasts, right? Like, people are starting to consume more, especially um, sometimes, especially someone like me. Um, yeah. I'm not somebody that like always wants to listen to music. You know, sometimes we're just like, man, I'm not in the mood to like, listen to some music. Like, sometimes something's bothering you, or like, you know, you're just like in a different headspace, and then. You or just want to listen to a podcast, or you know, sometimes I find myself like um, playing YouTube videos, like as I'm walking somewhere, which is not the best thing. I don't recommend you do it because <laughs> it's a lot of data that you're consuming. But you know what I mean. Sometimes you're not in the mood to listen to some music. You just want to like listen to somebody talk or hear something interesting about a topic or learn something. So I found myself starting to consume more uh, podcast content as well, um, and. Yeah, I think the the, lot, the the more people listen to podcasts, the bigger the the podcast world grows, and um, us people that we it may seem that we're joined the bandwagon a little late, but I do think that the space is going to continue to grow. The more the bigger Spotify grows, the bigger up podcast grows, or if there's another big company that will come in the future, the more people they're going to listen to, the more money that's available, and then the more big that we can get. So. 
Yeah, for sure. And and going back to that point there where you mentioned, hey, people might feel like, you know, podcasting boom has already hit us and, and it's already too saturated. My response to that is the industry is still growing and there's no telling where this is headed just yet. So let's focus more on quality than anything else, right? Because if you're able to provide a great podcast with good information and consistent information uh, to even the smallest community, that's going to blow up and that's going to be important to so many people. So I think people need to stop looking at it in a, in a sense that like, hey, there's already so many podcasts, I'm not going to start one, but let's focus on what you want to do the podcast on and then figure out how you can help people with that. Because at the end of the day, you just, you always want to provide value to people so that they can provide value back to you. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a great point there, man. Ah, I was going to mention you, something else, but um, I totally slipped my mind. It'll come back to me. <laughs> no worries. So yeah, that's, that's, I think um, a few of the corner points in terms of podcasting. So, you know, Sherston and I would obviously hope that some of the people that are following us on our current platforms can also follow this this platform as well we are starting to get into a groove where like we're starting to understand our content a little better and putting out content that we think you're gonna like so please give us a follow on instagram (laughs) virtual freeway pod if you haven't followed us already and um we are working on getting some guests um so i don't know when they're gonna hop on but trust us we're trying to get some people on (laughs) um some people from some unfamiliar places where you're gonna be like what how did they find this person and stuff so hopefully you got some surprises for you coming up but um anyways it shares anything else you want to add yeah i think you covered everything there uh to everyone kind of listening right now we have a lot of avenues to make money through e-commerce and so a lot of the guests that we're reaching out to are people who made money in those e-commerce channels and we're trying to learn from them so uh as soon as we roll out we're going to have more episodes uh with people kind of providing that blueprint to how we can make more money and we have some exciting things coming uh, for the podcast as a whole uh in terms of a blog and more information on that soon to come but thank you for listening to the podcast thus far. Um, and this was kind of our segment and our take on podcasting as a whole and how we can uh, grow a user base and monetize that and create a stream of revenue. And hopefully we'll be able to live those words uh, by the end of the year. <laughs> hopefully. 2021, we're coming. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right, man. Thanks so much. We'll catch you in another episode and uh, we'll take it from here. Yeah, see you in the next episode. We don't have no crazy catchphrase that we use yet. So <laughs> we'll Nothing just see yet. you in the Nothing next yet. episode. See you in the next side of the highway. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll see nah. you. Uh, we'll see you when we see you on the freeway. <laughs> Sounds good. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Please give us a follow on Instagram and subscribe to us on YouTube. Details are in the description of this episode. We'll see you on the next episode.